stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. You know, here's a weird question, folks. What, what is a criminal? I mean, technically, I suppose anyone who breaks the law is a criminal. But I would tend to draw a big distinction between those who intend on committing crimes, those who wake up in the morning and plan on victimizing people that day, versus people who intend no such thing. And the case of uh, Edward Maurice near Okotoks would seem to fall in the latter category. Here's a guy who lives near Okotoks. He wakes up in the morning worried about, you know, putting food on the table for his family. Wakes up in the morning worried as well, as a lot of rural residents do, about whether he's going to be victimized today. Whether this is the day that someone shows up on his property to steal his things, break into his property, and maybe even potentially put his family in danger. People like that wake up thinking those things. And a week ago, nearly a week ago, in fact, a week ago tomorrow... About five in the morning, according to police, Eddie Maurice uh, fired his gun at some would-be thieves. Now, he didn't go to bed last Friday night intending to go shoot anybody. He didn't go looking for trouble. Trouble came to him. And look, this is going to have to play out. Police have decided they're going to charge him with aggravated assault. One of the would-be thieves was shot in the arm, police say. But I think what's also so frustrating uh, to people who could easily put themselves in uh, Ed Maurice's shoes is it could easily be them. And the people who were victimizing him are actually facing far less serious charges than Eddie Maurice is now facing. Aggravated assault, etc. This is serious stuff. Now, maybe as we've seen in other cases, maybe some point along the way the charges will be dropped. Maybe he'll be acquitted. But he faces a long road ahead. And again, this is not somebody who went out of his way to do anything to anybody. Was dealing with the situation, made a decision, and we're going to now judge him for it. So given all of that, we talked a lot about it this week, uh, the frustration people are feeling about the fact that rural crime seems to be on the increase, that they're being victimized, in some cases over and over again, and nothing seems to be done about it. There's a lot of support and sympathy for Edward Maurice. And I want to begin talking about this today. There's a couple of things I think you might be interested in. Uh, there's a uh, trust account that's been set up by a friend uh, of the family to help the Maurice family get through this tough time and to help him pay for what is surely going to be an expensive defense. There was also a rally that's being organized. Or a week from today, I want to get some of the details on this. Uh, Corey Morgan has been writing about this, CoreyMorgan.com. Uh, you can find details there, but uh, he joins us on the line here this afternoon. Corey, thanks for making some time for us. Uh, thanks, Rob. Uh, all right. And by the way, I mean, do you know Eddie personally? No, I don't. It turns out, well, as I own a rural pub, uh, one of my patrons uh, is a friend of Travis Dunn, who is a close friend of Eddie and, and uh, set up was the, looking yeah. to organize this. So I... I volunteered to help out and spread the word. Yeah, well, and I mean, this case, I mean, it clearly, you know, from, from what you've written about, I mean, it clearly resonated with you. I think it's resonated with a lot of people, given everything that's going on. But w- what about it, you know, struck home for you? Well, it, it really has been a growing issue for, for all of us in, in rural areas. And actually, as a rural bar owner, of course, we're the, the center of local gossip. And it's it's 
weekly when a regular would come in and say that they had gas siphoned or they had a quad stolen or they had vehicles hanging around. Or, and statistically, we've seen that our crime watch meetings, uh, auto thefts have tripled in the, the MDF foothills in the last few years, uh, property theft. The crime is going through the roof, and our uh, response rate from the RCMP averages 40 minutes. And we understand that were we in Eddie Murray's shoes, we may very well have acted the, the, the very same way because we feel vulnerable and we don't feel we have options to protect ourselves and our families and our property. Now, that's what Eddie Maurice did. I don't think police are accusing him of, of plotting to go after these guys. He was confronted with the situation. These guys showed up on his property. They're breaking into his vehicle, and, and he was attempting to protect his property, right? That's how we understand this this situation. Exactly, and I'm sure I, I can only guess with, with Eddie, and I know certainly for myself, most we'd never want to shoot somebody. I, that, would, that would be a, a last resort. It's traumatizing for the person uh, on the end of the, the rifle as well. But again, when, you know, when we fear for our family and ourselves, uh, we, we have to resort to what we have to resort to. Yeah. Now, as I understand, he, um, Eddie Maurice, that is, he has made a, an initial court appearance this week, is, is not being held in custody, so there's not a bail issue there. Um, but obviously, he's, he's got a long road ahead of uh, him in the legal system, back in court a week from today, which I guess is when this, this rally is set for. That's right. And then the rallies to show both support for, for his family, and which is obviously a very difficult and trying time, and, and also for us as Albertans to speak up and say, you know, we really have to address the, this crime wave or we're going to see more circumstances like this coming down the road. And we really would rather see uh, law enforcement take care of these things rather than doing it ourselves. But if things don't change, we're, we're just going to keep seeing this happening. Well, and I think that's the fear, right? And I mean, that's why this this issue has struck home for so many people, because this is the kind of thing they fear. You know, you alluded to it earlier. People uh, don't want to have to shoot somebody. People don't want to have to confront uh, thieves on their property in a potentially dangerous situation. This is the kind of thing that people, and including Eddie Maurice, I'm going to assume, hoped would never happen. Yeah, I'm assuming he's like everybody else. I mean, at that time of night, he just wanted to sleep in or he was just getting up, getting ready to, to go to work. Um, and now his, his life's been turned upside down uh, along with that of the family. Uh, thankfully, the, the thief wasn't killed and, and the episode, you know, came to the end of it did. But now he's looking at he may go to jail for a few years. This is really frightening for somebody uh, who does take care of his wife and kids. Uh, and uh, personally, we feel people like Eddie Maurice are the victim and they're the ones taking the heavier charges. And it's just not right. Yeah, and I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this case. I mean, the criminal code does allow for individuals to protect themselves, even protect their property. And part of the problem, though, I mean, it's it's not written out. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't. There, there's a lot of discretion uh, left to law enforcement, frankly, to judge people after the fact for how they decided to, to deal with the situation. Do we, do, we need to, do we need to give benefit of the doubt to, to property owners? Well, I mean, I, I sure hope that, you know, the court examines all the facts and, and comes to the right conclusion in, in what's happened in this particular circumstance. And each each is sort of unique, but e- even if Mr. Maurice ends up acquitted, uh, you know, the, the stress and, and the financial burden is, is quite something else for, for a man who is just trying to protect his own possessions. Uh, so he says sometimes the process is the punishment. What well, is, right? I mean, especially you've got a higher legal representation obviously you want someone who knows the law who is uh, good at what he does and that's the reality of the system most people don't come cheap no no and and again that the circumstances that lead to this we just don't see any initiatives or anything coming that uh, give us any faith as rural homeowners that we're going to see it improving so uh, again that's where the, the hopes for the rally and of course just the sympathy and feeling for for 
Mr. Maurice and his family is why we're helping out with that fundraising. So. Okay, so I, I guess some of the details still to be ironed up, but the idea is that the rally would take place uh, a week from today, Friday morning, March 9th, at the courthouse where he's going to be appearing that day. In Okotoks, yes. And uh, at my site, as you mentioned, I'll put any updates I get from Travis or anybody else as, as we get them. Uh, all right. Well, CoreyMorgan.com is the website. So, yeah, details on the rally, details on how people can help out financially if they're so inclined. Corey, appreciate the update on this. Thanks. No problem. Thanks, appreciate bro. it. All right. There you go. Corey Morgan, uh, CoreyMorgan.com. So um, he's spreading the word about all of this. And, you know, I mean, he's, he's in a situation where he can relate directly to all of this. And a lot of people are. So here's what you can do. Again, we can direct you to Corey's website, and he's got some of the information listed there. There's a website set up. You can do e-transfers. Help Eddie Maurice at gmail.com. There are donations that can be made at any TD branch. There's an account number set up. I don't know that it would do any good to give you the full account number uh, over the air here, but uh, if you want to text or email, I can provide that to you directly. And as mentioned, uh, a rally in support of Eddie Maurice set for next Friday morning, March 9th, at the Okotoks Courthouse. That is the courthouse where he is scheduled to make his next appearance. And he is facing some pretty serious charges. Aggravated assault, pointing a firearm, careless use of a firearm. That all adds up potentially to some pretty significant jail time. So even though... He came out of it unscathed. His family came out of the situation unscathed. They got a very scary future ahead of them in terms of not knowing what the legal system is going to do with Eddie. Is he a guy who belongs in the legal system at all? It goes back to that question I posed. What is a criminal? And does Eddie Maurice match up with what we think a criminal to be? Or the people who, who went onto his property, they knew what they were doing. It was very deliberate. They went out of their way to do that, to break into his property, to look for things to steal. That was the choice they made, right? That's what we think of when we think of criminals, people who deliberately go out and do these things. Eddie Maurice didn't set his alarm for 5.30 in the morning so he could wake up early, grab his gun, and go shoot somebody. He woke up at 5.30 in the morning because there were criminals on his property. Now, only one of the two has been caught and charged. He was the one who had some injuries to his arm, was treated and released from hospital. Uh, Ryan Watson is his name. He's been charged with trespassing, mischief, theft over 5,000, possession of methamphetamine, and two counts of failure to comply with probation. So maybe we'll get to a point where that guy can be put in jail where he belongs. But, I mean, you look at the list of charges he's facing, you look at the list of charges Eddie Maurice is facing, it's pretty clear who faces the potentially longer jail sentence here. Our number, 974-8255. Quick break here, back with some of your calls right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.